Good morning. Welcome to News Talk 94.1 FM. In this episode of Trending, I'm Ben Rogers, and today I am joined by the City of Coolville Mayor Ricky Shelton, City of Coolville Economic Development Coordinator Melinda Kiefer, and Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter. It has been a busy but prosperous year for Putnam County. It's actually been a busy, prosperous few years for Putnam County and the City of Coolville, and I cannot think of a better way to close the year out here on Trending, then I have all three of you with me. Uh, you're a great team. We you, we all work together, and it, it shows through our success. Thank you all for being here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm excited. It's almost New Year's uh, Day, New Year's Eve, and, and we're getting closer to the end of the year, and that's why I couldn't uh, – just a great time to have all three of you on. Uh, Melinda, I know this is your first time with me, so thank you for being thank here. Thank you for asking me, Ben. You're I'm wonderful. Happy to be here. I've known you a long time. We'll get into that relationship as well. Uh, guys, I hope you're okay with me focusing on her. I know. <laughs> oh, it's know. all about her. It's all about her. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Uh, we're we're going to focus yes. on her son, but you two here are, 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 I want you here as well because, man, y'all do great. Uh, we're blessed to have both of you in our community as leaders, and uh, we couldn't be where we're at without it. I cannot wait to hear about everything you're doing, Melinda, as our economic development coordinator. And I want to recap from all three of you. Um, these guys, I, <laughs> I wish you y'all could say this. This, this, is this, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> I want to recap from everybody of all the good that's happened. And, and, and I know there's certain things you three can't share, maybe potential uh, things coming to next year. Maybe there's some updates you can give on some new stuff. We, you know, last week we heard about McAllister's coming back. We'll get into that. Some other things going on. But, um, I, I want to get to know Melinda and everybody know how important she is to this community. There are a lot of players involved when a new industry is coming, Absolutely. a new business is coming. I don't think many people know how involved you are because you have our mayors and our council and our commission and the chamber. Yes. But there's this wonderful person in the background named Melinda Kiefer that uh, has all this experience and she comes from the state. And I want to talk about that first. What did you do before the city of Cookville lured you back? And I don't know, Mayor, I don't know how much you had to do with that, uh, getting her <laughs> he back was here. Instrumental. Well, thank you because the that timing was. Timing was right and he carried the banner. That was so. one great, one of the many great decisions you've made in, in getting her back. But what did you do before you got to the city of Cookville? Gosh, Ben, I, um, I, I was doing cityscape. I had done our downtown development program for 11 years. And at that particular time, the state of Tennessee had removed the Tennessee Main Street program outside of the budget. And so we didn't have a state organization. So during the election um, in 2006, we had an opportunity to speak to candidates. And we were really, really focused on making sure downtowns were again, a priority across the state of Tennessee. And so met with a new commissioner um, of economic development, assistant commissioner, and a team of us went up. And, you know, we really just told the story of the importance of a good foundation in a downtown. And downtown Cookville is a perfect example. And at that particular point, he said, well, great. So why don't you just come do it? Right. So I had a huge opportunity to go to work for the state of Tennessee. I was the director of community development. Mm-hmm. We got the Main Street program back on its feet. Um, I have a proclamation where um, it, from the Senate, from the full legislature, the House and the Senate, that stated downtowns were important. It's one of my most prized possessions that we were able to do that. But at the same time, I had an opportunity to learn more about community development, which is really a foundation piece. If you don't have good, solid community development you can't have economic development sure so that's where i got to work with you right i became the director of the tennessee three-star program Mm -hmm. 
Um, that is a program that was established by then Governor Lamar Alexander. Right. Um, it has had many iterations and um, continues to trend, if you will, um, to help communities stay current and to have that good community development foundation. So, yeah, you and I did a lot of work back then. You were at Department of Revenue. Well, well I was CTAS, 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 but it was, that's you know. Right. We, that's right. The, you were with county. And I think the first time I met you was actually in Williamson County. Y'all had a three-star meeting. Uh, our our boss had told us to go as consultants out in the, our counties because it directly affects counties. Three Star did. It did. And I remember hearing you talk, and I'm going to brag on you. I was like, this this lady, she knows all this stuff. She's amazing. And then I, I found out you're from Cookville, and I'm like, how do I not know her? Of course, I've been gone three years in Nashville work and had just come back. Right. And so you and I talked for a little bit there, and, and, and uh, you, you was telling me about some stuff you've done. But Three Star, of course, let's go back to downtown right quick. Right. Ricky and Randy, so – Downtown, how has Cookville downtown changed over the last, what, so you said 06? So, yeah, we started it in 1993. Okay, so y'all been here all your lives. Well, you're, well you're, you come in when you're most 18, of my life, most anyway. your life, you're Macon yeah. County, but Rick, yeah. I know, Ricky, yeah, how just, has downtown changed? I mean, it's just, it, it, it's like it has a heartbeat, and it is your heartbeat mm-hmm. of your city. It really is, and the industry that comes here, that's one of the first things they do is they want to drive downtown. They want to see if you care, if, sure. if it's vibrant. Ours has become so much more vibrant, and, and that was really the impetus for it is really is what the cityscape and and what Melinda started uh, with that, and um, you know, we personally have had business down there, and it, you know, it was kind of like it was sparse and uh, sometimes desolate, and you know, it, it just wasn't lively. And now it's it's got its whole scene going on. You got restaurants and bars and microbreweries and mm-hmm. shops, and um, and it's just really cool to see. And so as we grow, that's one of the one of our things that we've all talked about. As we grow. And we're going to grow now. We, we, we know that. So, so facilitating that and making sure that we don't lose sight of that small town feel, which your downtown makes that. Right. And so, Randy, uh, you came to tech. Uh, you don't have to give the year. It's all right. <laughs> Not 47? 46. 46. 46. Good. He's funny, you know. He is. We have a, He's got a side hustle as a comedian. He does. He's a comedian on yeah. side. Uh, 79. Um, never left. I never found a place I loved any better than than Cookville and Putnam County. I think the spark that started everything was Cityscape. It was. When they did the renovation around the square and we put everything underground with all the Mm -hmm. utilities and the brick sidewalks, all the many things that was done, I think that was the spark that started it. And it's just continued since then. And uh, we have a beautiful – And, Randy, you're on the board of Cityscape Cityscape. now. So that's one thing about downtown development. It's never finished. Right. It's always a work in progress. It's always a work in progress. And that's what makes it so beautiful. And for them to be able to continue the legacy that was established by that leadership way back then and to keep that focus and that core foundation um, is just beautiful to see and beautiful to watch and just very proud. And we're looking, Seascape now, the next step is the corridor, which is Cedar, uh, that goes from the depot past the hospital over Tennessee Tech, and that's that's the next phase. And that's actually going to start in the spring, the, yeah. the road work. And cool part, we'll have bicycle lanes, which right. will, will take people right and bring tech students and vice versa back right downtown, so that's cool. Great. It I'm, is cool. This is, this is the epitome of a public-private partnership because those, those private businesses, 
they're doing everything they can. Right. They're supporting their families. Sure. They're running their businesses. So the public sector really does have to take care of their part as well. And so for me, downtown development is the ultimate public-private partnership. And there is a lot of downtown development right now. If you just drive up and down Broad Street around the square of the west side, multiple businesses being renovated, buildings uh, being renovated, new awnings, new f- everything uh, going on. And I think as much as I I have witnessed uh, in several years, maybe since Cityscape started when we saw so much of it, but right. Linda was the spark that started all that back several years ago. So Cityscape and the state worked together, right? I mean, the state was involved with the, some of the funding to help well, develop? Was that, no, 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 not really. Okay. No, it really does have to come from the grassroots level. Okay. But what we did provide was training for those downtown managers okay. and um, you know, be able to have collective share ideas kind of go from there. But Ben, back to that time at the state, I think just to wrap that up, in the almost eight years that I was there, I only have four counties that I did not sit and break bread with the citizens of that county with. So what an incredible opportunity for me to learn, um, to go and see what our state is all about. And and then it just gives you a much broader perspective. Mm-hmm. We get so focused on our backyard. Sure. And, and we're a part of a much bigger picture. Right. And how do we fit in? And what opportunities do we not see because we're only seeing the trees in our backyard? Which so four I, counties? That was, oh, gosh. Okay. I have Hamblin. Uh-huh. Isn't that funny? It's beautiful. I know, but I've never been to Morristown. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Carson Newman is there. Yeah, yeah. Now I've been to Lakes. I've been to Lake County, uh, far yeah. west. And yeah. I've been to um, Johnson Mountain City. Mountain City, yeah. Is that Johnson County? Yes. I so those right, are the yeah. tippies. But there was a couple of one in West Tennessee. I have. I've got it marked. On I just. That. I put you on the spot. Yeah, of course you did. I've been in all ninety five because of my job, and it's wonderful. It's is beautiful. Is that not the most incredible? It thing? is. It, this state's beautiful. Uh, west to east, north to south. But it gives south, you so much perspective. Sure. Sure. It um, really does. Before we cl- close this last segment. I want to come back just a little bit about three star because use three star used to be this huge thing where counties and cities, oh, if we can just get three star, we'll be great. Now it's more of a, a lot of them are doing it, which means a lot. But we'll get back into that uh, here on trending on News Talk ninety four point one FM at sixteen hundred AM. I will continue with Ricky Shelton, Cobble City Mayor, Melinda Kiefer, uh, Economic Development Coordinator, and Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. This has been Rogers. My guests today are Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter, City of Cooble uh, Economic Development Coordinator Melinda Kiefer, and City of Cooble Mayor Ricky Shelton. They're here today to talk about what a year we've had and a few years we've had, but uh, I wanted to bring in Melinda because I haven't had her on yet. I've been fortunate to have the other two gentlemen on, but Melinda is such an important part of uh, not only our city but our county and what happens. Um, and I, I, I they, these guys are giving me a hard time because I keep bragging on her, but she's wonderful. You, you background with Cityscape. <laughs> That's helped develop downtown Coolville. It's it's just went come so far. When you were at the state, you were over three star and right quick, Melinda. Three star, uh, like I said before we left, it was such a, a big achievement for counties to see, especially these small counties that I work with every day. Yes. I think you know, I get phone calls ten years ago. I think we're going to achieve three star this year. We're going to get three star. What is three star? <laughs> three star was a program of work that set some benchmarking capabilities for counties across the state. You know, some of our smaller, extremely rural counties, 
don't have a Melinda Kiefer. Right. Don't have, um, you know, uh, your mayors are full time and they do everything sure. from run public works to. And so being able to give them kind of a guidebook, whether it was you're supporting your public library, you are going to economic development meetings. It, it was a plethora, a, a checklist, if you will, Ben, so that we could set a benchmark it also required, if I'm not mistaken, and still does today, that the local elected officials actually sit down and talk to each other. And that is um, a, not a formality anymore. It, it's rare. Now, in this county, in Putnam County, it happens all the time. These two guys, I brag on them, and their, head are, their heads are huge because I brag on them so much. But they get along. I see them interact. I see them work together. They're actually friends, right? You guys yeah. will call each other friends. Long you all, before we ever ran for office. Sure. And yes. that's, man, people don't understand how important that is for a community, a county, a city to be progressive and to succeed and to grow. It truly sets the tone. So Three Star did things like that. It it forced people to sit down and take a truly honest look at who they were, um, your typical strengths and weaknesses. But then we actually asked them to do action plans. Sure. So I feel like the the program really helped put in some best practices. And we're seeing counties today – um, I think if you ask many of them, they would say that Three Star gave them the catalyst to move to the next level because it really made you sit down sure. and do the hard work. And when I drive now through my counties and throughout the state, you'll see the Three Star signs that are there. And they're proud to put them up, and they should be. Yes. And there's some money. They, they get some money they with that. They get a little grant, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. And it's not uh, something that can build a building, but it's something that helps, you know, do something. So. Right. Um, you have the experience. That's why I brought that up. You've, you've been around in, in economic development and growing things and providing opportunities for cities and counties. You three, as I said, work so well together. Why does this team work so well together? Why does, does, uh, Randy and Ricky and Melinda, uh, other than being friends, sometimes friends, being friends doesn't let you be honest all the time, but why does it, why do y'all work so well together? Why Com- do y'all succeed? Common vision. We want to make the community better and it's honesty. The- yeah. You, you, I was going to say we can it. be honest with each other. We can. That's, okay. Rick, we Rick and I may not agree on everything, right. but we're willing to tell each other we don't agree, and we work it out. And, and Melinda the same way. We we're very blunt, honest about everything. There's no hidden agendas. There's no secrets. There's uh, none of that stuff. And and you don't see that in a lot of communities. But we actually like each other, and we're there's probably a day that doesn't go by that I don't either text. See, call uh, Mayor Shelton. I mean, it's it's that kind of relationship, and uh, uh, I think having that kind of relationship is a huge uh, blessing, and that's something we should never take well, for granted. Well, trust, too. Randy. It I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, friendship is great, but if you if you do not trust each other, what did okay. you tell me when I first came into office, Melinda? Do you remember the very oh, first time we talked? He's the other hard question. What did I say? I hope. Trust me. Trust me. You've got you've got to trust me that that I have your best interests at heart, both the city and the county. Now I still had to prove that you did. Well, trust is earned, and it's earned either through a track record of, you know, friendships one thing, and that's true. But then the trust is, you know, when you've told somebody in confidence something and it stays in confidence, or you fulfill or do what you say you're going to do. 
um, you know, those are the kinds of things that build trust and then and keep trust. See, when it comes right back to it, Ben, honestly and truly, and and it hasn't always been this way, and and chances are it won't always be in the future. But honestly and truly, I can sit here today with my mother and daddy looking down on me and say the leadership in place right now truly has the taxpayer's best interest as priority. I agree. I agree. I mean, period. And, I, and it's a beautiful time to be working um, in that environment. For and, me. and I think the majority of our commissioners and council uh, have the same interest. And I've often asked these two, and probably have even asked you, what do we do when these two decide they're not going to be here anymore? Sure. And so the election process is so important. And I've talked on this show about other than serving your country and it's the armed forces, your your right to vote is one of the greatest public service mm-hmm. actions you can do as an individual. So uh, when these gentlemen decide and you decide to go do something else besides work yourself uh, to death, we got to put good people in place. Well, um, and that's why we hope we've set a tone. We've put some best practices in place where um, and people are hearing that and understanding the critical impact it has. And so um, I encourage anyone out there who has a desire to truly exercise your servant heart um, and to to be a part of your local government, city, county, um, any, please um, put your hat in the ring. Sure. It's one of the most rewarding things you'll ever do. I agree. Let's talk about, uh, and all three, I won't, because there, there's different things, but let me bring up something we just uh, learned, I guess, last week. Uh, McAllister's restaurant's coming back to Cooble. They were here when I was in college. <laughs> they were actually in the one of the uh, El Tapatio buildings on Willow. I went there all the time, was sad they left, but then, of course, El Tapatio come in, and they're great. Um, but they decide to come back. Tell tell everybody listening. How does that happen? Do y'all recruit that? Do you recruit that restaurant? Do they reach out to you? Can can you tell us how that process works? Because people don't know. Everybody's like, oh, something just showed up. Well, how do they get here? And they ask me. I'm like, well, we have an economic economic development team. Everybody communicates. I, but nuts and bolts, I don't know. Well, let me start out by saying, it happens best when it happens organically, mm-hmm. and. None of the leadership team, neither the mayors nor I, have a hand in it. When private business decides to expand and move forward based on market data, it is a win-win. Okay? Um, Actually, we have participated in this one to the extent we'd sent some information. Sure. Um, Lots of times, and it's the same with industrial recruitment, they'll have a recruiter, a consultant, Um, who will kind of participate in that. And they'll contact and say, hey, you know, we've got a prospect for this building. What can you tell us? Blah, 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 blah. So we'd had a couple of interactions with um, their representatives and um, provided them with some data and information. They had questions about the parking lot, parking, et cetera. But um, that was months and months ago. And we get that kind of interaction at least weekly. Sure. So you never know. But, you don't know if it's going to happen right. or if it's not going to happen. Right. Government's job is we don't create jobs, but we set the environment. Right. Or make whether it's with whatever we do to make it so that people want to invest here. Uh, that's sometimes misunderstood. Um, but, you know, we get told, Randy and I both get told all the time or ask, hey, let's bring this here. Let's bring mm-hmm. that here. Other than 
establishing that or, or sharing data with them, which we hire a retail um, strategist to, that helps us with that. But getting the word out, you know, we don't now. There's there's some things you might you might make contact with their with their management say hey you know have you ever thought about I'll do that when I'm in other towns yeah hey, Ricky you, is the champion of walking in and saying is the manager here yeah and I'll just go in and say hey, we'd I, love to see you in Cookville so yeah I love doing that I, think I did not know you did that that's awesome oh absolutely yeah. I did it two weeks ago and and it, it, I think it will I think, it will I, I think it's actually going to come to fruition it's being worked that. on and. Uh, I've done it with restaurants when I go in and, and you know, just drop my card. I just, that's just part of being, you know, kind of the, what I feel is, you know, market the community all the time. Right. So, and Randy, I'll start with you. And I was going to get to this later, but you did a great segue, Ricky. What is a few of the things people look at and see in the city of Coolville and Putnam County? And they say, you know what? That's where we want to be. Give me a couple of things. I mean, they don't come because, you know, we just, they just don't come for no reason. They have reasons they come here. Absolutely. One of it is the community. Uh, we have a great community, very safe community. Uh, we People still wave at each other when you go down the street. We speak to each other. I, I think they see that. But I think it's also low taxes, Yes. no state income tax. Uh, we are not a Nashville or a Knoxville or a Memphis. It's not a big city. But they have most of the amenities that they would want uh, to a certain extent, and they're still within an hour of anything else they want. So I, th- I think our community and where we're actually located has a lot to do with that. Um, I would like to say that, first of all, it comes down to um, desire, mm-hmm. our desire sure. to have them here. Sure. They feel that. They know that. Sure. We're aggressive with that. Right. Um, the community component is always the tipping point sure. when it comes to Cookville. Okay. Because on paper, every town's good. Yeah. They got great schools, great libraries, um, beautiful churches. You know, sometimes location hits their logistic cost and those types of things. Right. And they have to be in a certain area. But if it came down to an apple and an apple, and the Academy story is the best one. Yeah. They just get out and drive around and talk to people. Let, let's. I want yeah. to talk about that when we come back. And Portobello as well is, is what made those, because uh, Portobello is from another country. So I want to talk about that when we come back on our next segment. We'll get into that. And then I want an update uh, of what you know where we're at with the job on, uh, jobs that have not come online. And you'll hear all that when you come back and listen to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM and 1600 AM. We continue to visit with Melinda Kiefer, the Economic Development Coordinator for the City of Coopville, and we also have Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter and the City of Coopville Mayor Ricky Shelton with me. We're talking about Academy and, and desire for these industries and these big companies to come to Coopville and Putnam County, and you mentioned Academy before we left, and you said basically they, they came here looked at the community and said, this is where we want to be. Right. They'd met with, with y'all and talked to people, but when they walked around and went to the restaurants and the way they were treated and saw the, pe- the way people work, right. I think, Randy, you and I talked about that. Mm-hmm. They were watching people interact and work. They wanted to be here. Somebody like Portobello, right. who's from Brazil or based in Brazil, and Melinda, you were that that project actually happens. It's now, it's, I guess, it's technically in the city of Baxter, but it's in Putnam County. But you were very involved with that, and we worked with that company and consultant for over a year um, on one specific site, and then tried to kind of look at a couple others within the city of Cokeville. Um, 
for various reasons, environmental, uh, land cost, development cost, et cetera, it just wasn't going to fit. Right. I don't mean physically, but right. the return on investment right. and, and how the company needed to position themselves for this expansion, which, by the way, is their first U.S. facility. So we're very proud of that. Sure. Um, it's like, well, if we can't do it, Baxter needs to, so let's mm-hmm. go. Right. Yep. Well, thank you for that. Cause we're going to keep it in Putnam County. Well, and we appreciate it in, in our community. Well, <clears throat> and to piggyback that, the same thing happened with Horman. That's mm-hmm. located at the near the airport right. in White County. They came. We met with them. We all met with them. We wanted to, to locate them here. The site did not work out. They were going to leave and go to Columbia and sent them to, to meet with uh, the White County folks, and now they're here. The the great thing about that is those jobs stayed right here in our region. Right. So our, our not only Cookville and Putnam County, but White and Jackson, Overton, all of us will benefit with jobs. They'll all spend their money here in Cookville and Putnam County buying gas and food and restaurants. And right. so it's a win-win-win. Sure. And and that's what other counties understand. When I'm out working, they're happy when Putnam County uh, or another county up or coming lands something like that because it will help them we're happy when another county gets something Absolutely. because honestly it, it doesn't matter because the the old adage a rising tide lifts all boats is absolutely true if if you'll work it like that right. because th- we're all going to benefit sure randy did you want to touch on portobello right quick with well we had issues with portobello as, as melinda talked about it was looked at one property in the sea limbs of cookville and when that didn't work out uh, they're saying they're going back out for a state search again across the state, and they did, and and uh, we didn't know if we were in or out. Yeah. And uh, then all of a sudden, one day we found out we're it, uh, and it moved very, very fast. Yes. The weekend before the week before Thanksgiving last year, we're all trying to scramble to get this done, and and there was all kinds of issues that we had to work through. I actually called Melinda's boss, Mike Davidson, at the time, and I said, Mike, we have got to have Melinda in this. And you know what Mike's words were? Absolutely. Sure. Whatever she needs, whatever she needs to do. Melinda, when I called her, absolutely whatever I need to do. That's the kind of collaboration that you see in Cookville and Putnam County and Baxter and Monterey and all good with all of us working together that no matter what the project is and no matter where it's located in Putnam County or surrounding counties, we are willing to step in and help. And with all her experience that she had in economic development, she helped us to bring that project and make sure we had it locked in because there was a, at a time that we didn't know if we were going to be able to keep it or not. There were a lot of bumps in the road on that one, Randy. And I will tell you, Everybody in this community needs to take notice that that project specifically, I've had the incredible personal and professional um, pleasure of sitting on two statewide panels to tell this story to economic developers, city mayors, and county mayors across the entire state. And so for Cookville Putnam County to be held as a best practices example is always such an incredible joy. Um, and and it makes us just so very proud. We've been we've been very successful with international companies, which I think surprises some folks that uh, people would come to Cookville and Putnam County. I mean, Colorobia 
uh, coming yeah. from Spain, uh, Focosa, uh, with uh, Portobello now, and all these companies coming in, international companies. And a lot of times it's their first development in the United States, is, and they're coming to. They like that we're fluent again. in all their languages. Say a few words in Spanish <laughs> there, Mayor. Hey there. <laughs> um, Gracias. Can I get an update on Portobello and Colorobia from. One of the three, or all three of y'all. I mean, I can give you the Portobello. We're actually meeting with them Monday uh, afternoon, right before Christmas Eve, uh, to make sure we've got everything going. Big thing with Portobello is they've already signed on with off on all the land. They've they bought the land and they're working on the plans to develop it. There's got to be a lot of work done with a new road going in. They're going to change Diddy Road and the way it comes into the plant, sewer lines, water lines. All the utilities, everything has to be moved and, and new put in. So that's the process right now that we're working through, and we're meeting with them Monday to make sure that everyone's on the same page and everything's moving. And the last conversation I had the other day was they were planning on looking at starting in spring. So moving, dirt's going to move in the spring. Well, that's the that's go, the, that's the goal. Okay. Uh, if we have a wet spring like we had last year, uh, I'm not for sure, but sure. Uh, yeah. I think it's the goal of in 2020 to uh, to have the plant being built. State has a big role in this they as do. well, so hopefully I can. That's probably right. Can help herd a few cats is with the Department of Transportation, and it's a huge infrastructure thing. I will tell you the sole goal that I've been charged with and we have all driven for is that the city of Baxter comes out 100% whole and better because of this project. Thank you. From an infrastructure standpoint, sure. it cannot negatively impact the citizens, the infrastructure, water, sewer, electric, transportation. And so most small towns like Baxter could not do this. Mm-mm. And, and I think it comes again back to the team effort of making sure that the uh, Cookville, even though it's not inside Cookville and, and Putnam County, we've all come together to make sure it happened to help Mayor Martin uh, and the council down there Which, to get the it way, all done. He has been. He is a jewel, the king of let kings. me tell you. He is. He is a great guy. He is. is. And, and one of the <clears throat> stories that we tell, Ben, is that in so many communities, you've got a neighbor who says, oh, you need help. Or can I help? And they go, no, I don't want you at my table. This is mine. It happens all the time. All the time. Not that here. Not here. Not <laughs> Mayor Martin. <laughs> no. He said, bring it on. Yep. Let's all pull together. And yep. So he's been receptive, and that's that's just beautiful. Yep. So that's just a, a few of the exciting things, though, that we have still in the pipeline. Back last Thanksgiving and Chris. Well, especially around Thanksgiving, I saw these guys more than I did my own family. Sure. Yes. Uh, because yes. we spent our Thanksgiving working on this we and really all the way up to right before Christmas. Right before and Christmas. that's how that's how you make things happen, though. Right. Working together. Colorobia. Uh, they're doing great. They're, um, we'll start staffing up. Of course, they're going to be about 25, 30 employees. Sure. Um, so getting the lab ready, getting the showroom ready. Hopefully, we'll have a nice um, kind of a, Grand opening, if you will, an right. open house at the facility. Another great story. The principal that we worked with um, on this particular project, and he is at their facility in Monterey, Mexico, came, stopped by to see me at City Hall a few weeks ago, and he had his family with him, his wife and son. And after we caught up, it's so great to see you. Um, Arturo shared with me that they were going to look at houses. And I my jaw dropped, and I was like, are you moving to Cookville? 
He said, well, we think this is a new chapter. So as usual, <laughs> when we get you, we just want all of you, wow. you know, when you come to Coatville. And wow. so I haven't spoken with them, but for um, a company, president, vice president, mm. to want to relocate here um, says a lot. Secrets out, Ben. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is. Out, the the, the but, community that we live in is great, and, and the secret's out. And it can only be great with people like you three here. Um, we got about a minute and a half in this segment. I, I want to know, I think I know the number, Melinda, since you've been back to the city of Coolville as economic development coordinator, how many jobs have, have been created? And as Mayor Shelton said, we don't create the jobs. We offer the environment and the opportunity. But how many jobs have been created since you've been back? The best we can kind of look at, and this would be within Putnam County, um, it's over 4,000 jobs. And so, you know, it, it, the timing was right. Everybody in this community knows we've been a little sleepy, a little little sleepy and sure. quiet. Um, the economic downturn was a little tough on us because it happened here a little bit later. Right. Um, but we had incredible pent-up demand, and we had capacity. And it was it was just, it just took a focus to say, okay, this has to be job one. Right. Here's my here's my pent up demand and here's my capacity because retail plays a huge role in that. And I think there's uh, some That's capacity right. for more jobs at current. Oh, we're going to talk. And about we're going to talk about that when we come back in the next segment. You are listening to News Talk ninety four point one FM and sixteen hundred AM. This has been Rogers, and we'll continue to visit with Coolville Mayor Ricky Shelton, Coolville Economic Development Coordinator Monday Kiefer, and Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter. Welcome back to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM. This has been Rogers. I continue visiting with Putnam County Mayor Randy Porter, Coolville City Mayor Ricky Shelton, and Coolville Economic Development Coordinator Melinda Kiefer. Melinda has been our highlight of the show. Uh, nothing against you two gentlemen because y'all been great and, and you've been on here, but she's <laughs> giving her back up. That, and, and I, I yeah. feel the same way. A, she's, she's a rose between two thorns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, three thorns. I'm the biggest yeah. thorn over here. Um, Great information. So when uh, industries like Academy and Focosa come here, they don't always fill all their slots for jobs. Can you update us on that? Right. Um, so the way, especially with larger projects, but almost every single project we work, we you have to allow the company to ramp up. I mean, they, they literally cannot hire, the, you know, 700 people at Academy in that first year. And so um, most of them have a three- to five-year window to kind of ramp up sure. to hit their employment numbers. Now I want to just throw in an opportunity here because every single incentive package that is put together um, within Putnam County, and that's Baxter, Monterey, Allgood, and Cookville, um, we have created um, a calculator that helps us determine with capital investment wages <coughs> and um, number of employees – what type of incentives? But those incentives are directly connected to a clawback. So if you project your employment to be 700 by X date, and for some reason you don't hit that number, and it doesn't matter the reason, right. there, there, is no, right. there is no reason that is, is uh, qualified sure. for a hall pass, mm-hmm. then you start paying taxes. Okay. And and we have more than one, I will say, um, that are currently in that phase. If you fall ten percent short on your projections, and you got to pay ten percent of what would have been your incentive tax abatement. Right. So, um, and we hold their feet to the fire. Right. I, it, it it's a 
joint agreement. Right. And everybody's got to keep up their part. The exciting thing, though, we sat down a couple of weeks ago um, and tried to look at what's going to happen in the next two to four years. You know, and like I said, sometimes it takes a year to get a project online. Then they get three to five years to ramp up. And so what is the lay of the land for job creation? And we sat down. We looked at projects that still have to meet their numbers. They're in their three- to five-year period. And then we looked at the new stuff that is in what we call in my little sector the pipeline. Right. Now, these are projects that actually have been met about and have paper, okay? Not just a phone call, I need data, but a a good substantial. Um, The majority of them are expansions. Mm Mm-hmm which says a whole lot about our economy. If we looked at everything in the pipeline right now, from large employment to, again, 25 or 30, we're looking at potentially, if it all happens, 1,400 new jobs in the next two to four years. Wow. So that is where the impact on transportation, on housing, on schools, on Daycares, we've currently got one expanding that's having trouble getting employees to relocate and find daycare. Right. So it's not all a bit of roses. Sure. We still have issues we got to work out. There's capacity issues that have to be met. Um, meanwhile, the city's picking up trash. The landfill is getting full at the county. You know, so um, – it's all exciting, and we're super, super happy that we're able to, to grow like we are. But it it takes um, additional resources to do so. And, and work. It takes work. Ricky and the council approved um, a transportation enhancement fund or a transportation right. infrastructure fund with property tax, and we're super excited about that um, to be able to address some transportation needs that we've Prioritized, gone through right. a huge process, right? Mm-hmm. By city and county, but that's right. Uh, state, you know, we have a lot of state roads here, and requesting that, and there's just so so people when they say, "Well, we need something to do with our, we need something done with our roads," it, uh, the groundwork's being laid for that, and and these oh, and kind of things been. take. It, it, has, it been, has been, and we continue an to do that. Right. right, it's ongoing. So, and we'll continue to do it beyond all of us. It'll have to be done for forever. I will tell you, for the first time, Ben, and I may not have shared this with either of the mayors, we're being asked to, with the chamber, to participate in um, recruiting the relocation of employees. Um, And that's not ever been something we've really done. Right. I mean, like physically traveling to another state, to a facility that is changing, and encouraging those people to move to Putnam County. So, and with the growth in industry and retail comes those people and those jobs. And you right. said 1,400 could be in the next two to four years. You wanted to talk about some housing uh, issues, or I don't know if they're issues, but you want to talk about housing for a little bit. What did you want to share with everyone? Because I'm actually out of the loop on this, too, so I'm excited to hear it. Um, and, of course, Randy's got some incredible percentages of increase. I didn't, I didn't bring City of Kilville really percentage of increase. Um, other than to kind of set the stage for a mindset – and a little bit of a sea change that people need to be aware of. So um, we've had tremendous growth 
in single family attached, single family detached, and multifamily. Those are the three categories that we all kind of track. And I constantly hear people saying, we have too many apartments, we have too many condos. And the reality of that is, and this is nationally, it's not Cookville, it's not just Cookville. Um, number one, we're a university town, they're transient population. Just because the facility that's being built, whether it's multifamily or single-family detached, isn't the type of house that you would like or condominium or apartment or that you grew up in or that you see as a traditional um, setting doesn't mean there aren't huge sectors of the population who think very differently than that. Right. Um, And so we have – an aging population, they're downsizing, they don't want that responsibility. That's one whole sector. Then you have this young family component. And to be honest, I think the three of us were so very blessed, we probably were able to buy a home mm-hmm. in our early marriage. Didn't know it how is, we were going to pay for it in the beginning. <laughs> well, and you never, I still don't know exactly, <laughs> you know, on a day to day. But the financial market has changed where it's much more difficult for young families mm-hmm. to purchase. Um, and so, Developers and investors do not invest money to lose it. Oh, no. no. <laughs> they invest it for a return. And they're, they are not putting kitchens and bathrooms in buildings to let them sit empty. Right. So it is market-driven. Yes. It, it's just not something you normally want. And sure. property costs have continued to escalate. And so the development cost is much higher. So they look for, again, if someone's investing their money, they want a return on their investment. So that's the best return on their investment. So as she said, you know, it might not be traditional. And I, I get that all the time. Uh, Why are there so many? You, you yeah. should ban any more apartment or any more condos. That's just not realistic. Right. Not at all. And, and again, it's supply and demand. Right. If they weren't being desired, they wouldn't be building them. Sure. Yeah. So we could see a I change. I don't want to lose money. It, it is a generationally national. Yeah change okay. and so um you know i do think there was a period of time where we had a lot of student housing apartments being mm-hmm. built. i think people are taking that period of time and attaching it to today and it's just not applicable what we're going to see one thing is is millennials especially we're going to we're going to see sooner than later lots of downtown housing cuz right. that's what they want. That's they want to live downtown, they mm-hmm. want to walk to their job, SAIC where it is, they want to walk to the park. We're going to have that and that in and of itself will continue to build your downtown. Sure. Then on the other hand, people like myself <laughs> who thoroughly love my 60 acres in the county. Right. That's still happening. Yeah. It's still happening yeah. as well, right, Randy? Yeah, we've got, uh, we got a housing boom going on in, in the county that we've not seen. And it's historical. started in about January 2015 and has continued. And, and this year is going to be very close to last year. Uh, and in the last couple of years, we've set records. So when you start looking at out in the rural part of the county in the last five years, basically built over 900 new single-family residential okay. homes, and you add the city of Cookville to that, and it's over 1,700, uh, you've got both going on. Mm-hmm. You you've got sure. the apartments, you've got the condos, and then you've got the people still building their homes out in the rural part of the county where they want to be. And, and 
it's it's up to the person. I mean, it's a market driven by what that person wants. So I think we've got it all going on. We do, and I, th- I think the reason we hear more about the apartments and the condos is they're more visible because that's what the more expensive land is being mm-hmm. multifamilied in town where people drive by and see it all the time, but they don't see all that's going on out in the county unless you get out and drive around. That's exactly right, and, and we're seeing all the old subdivisions that were built several years ago. Mm-hmm. They have went back now, and almost every redevelopment subdivisions right. are filled. Mm-hmm. We've got a subdivision, I think, another subdivision boom that's about to start. We have several big subdivisions that are being planned right now. Some of them are already being built uh, out in the rural part of the county, uh, hundreds of lots. Yes. Uh, that there's got to be a place to build these houses. Go west. Yes. <laughs> Go west, young We're seeing west and, and northwest and, and southwest, and uh, so it's it's all still moving forward. Thank you for the housing update. We have about 30 seconds left. Uh, awesome Christmas parade for everybody involved. You two did not throw me any candy. Uh, I know you have an announcement to make. I, I won't let you. He will never let that slip no, that down. Never. Candy. No. I was on Broad Street from office. You have an announcement, Mayor Shelton. Well, I mean, you know, everybody that's been alive has been following the, the whole Jay Coot thing. Of course, we're, we're very proud of what what he accomplished. I, I've never seen something bring a community or rally a community around as much as that did. And so we've got a you know special celebration coming up soon. Uh, we'll hear much more about it. But we're just gonna. He kind of wants to. To thank ever the community for for what they did, which was just you know streaming and posting and sharing, and it reached everywhere. And and then we're going to do some thanks for him. So sure. uh, it'll it'll be coming up very soon. You'll hear, hear more about it. Okay, thank you all three for your public service, your your efforts uh, to our community. We succeed. You're a big part of that. I want to wish everybody a happy New Year. Happy New Year. Safe New Year. Uh, enjoy your time with your family and friends. Just be safe. You've been listening to Trending on News Talk 94.1 FM. I've had three wonderful guests, and we'll see you next week.